From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of James's Adventure at Disney, where me and Jason sit here and listen to James talk about all the fun he's having at Disneyland without us. How's it going, Jason and James? (laughs) It's going great. It's going great for James because he's been to Disneyland. For me and you, not so much. Not so much. That'll change for you here soon. That's oh. awesome. That's awesome. I just had to do it after after James after we spent an hour talking about James in Disney World last episode and now spending an hour talking about him being in Disneyland this episode. Yes. I just had to. But next episode we'll be talking about you going to Disneyland. So Which is much more important. Yeah, we'll so just join skip, us next week. We'll just skip over that one. Sorry, Cody, we don't have time to talk about you at Disneyland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that is great. So uh, we can start another podcast. We'll just call it James's Adventures at Disneyland. Hey. While Cody and Jason sit and listen. <laughs> oh, that's uh, but, funny. That's but really, this is episode 67 of the actual Talking Disney podcast. So, um, yes. So what's up, guys? Not much. What's Not going much. on? It's nothing at all. Sunday night, uh, July 11th. And we're recording after what has it been like three weeks, three and a half weeks about, I think when I looked at the last episode, June 16th, I, yeah, we oh, recorded wow, okay. June 16th, but I didn't yep. get it published till June 20th. Yep. So it's been it, it, almost it, a month since a we sat down. Wow. Yep. Yeah. But we've had, I mean, we've had things going on. Obviously James mentioned before his trip to Disneyland. We're James had an adventure in Disney adventure yep. again. Disney. Fourth uh, of July came up. Uh, I think one of the weekends you were going down to to see your dad, Cody. Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't record. Uh, so we've been busy, but that's what happens usually during the summer. Um, yep. I know it's a lot harder for me to record during the week with kids' baseball games, but those end here soon in about two weeks. So, and then cool. it'll then I'll have a lot of free time. Nice. Sweet. Then we can record twice a week. That'd be uh, that would be cool, but <laughs> probably hard to do. <laughs> uh, we can get down with the movies twice as quick. Yep. So yeah, at this rate, I'm going to have three children by the time we're done. Hey, they can <laughs> really? start. They can start giving are their you, ratings. Are you making an announcement tonight, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's we've no, got break. We we've got breaking news. <laughs> Sorry to get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. that's all right. That's triplets. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if I if I have triplets on the first go, that's it. I'm done. No more. There you go. Get it over with. Well, you need to have one more for an even number. Yeah. 
but then you'd have twins and then it'd be odd again. And you have to odd again and then you have to try be, again. Yeah. yeah. It'd just be, you know, I time, how come Cody has 12 kids now? Cause he kept trying for that even number and it finally came. <laughs> Become the real life cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> so speaking of James's adventures, why don't we start off with that? <laughs> Right, well, well, all right, Gary, Jason, why don't we Dude, just start with Jason? I had a piece of- do, do I need to say it with an ice cube in my mouth? <laughs> yeah, you can if you want. That's, I had an ice cube in my mouth, yeah. I was trying to, I think he was trying to pop on over there. Last hey, time I went to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, you know I'm going to cut that Shit. out, right? <laughs> no, I'll leave no, it in there. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about James's Disneyland trip. Yes, I went to Disneyland. So, yeah. How long ago now? A couple of weeks ago now? Um, yeah. I don't know. It Last was, weekend was 4th of well, July weekend. It was for our anniversary. So it was two weeks ago. Tomorrow would be two weeks ago was our anniversary. So we went for the weekend. We drove down Thursday, went into the park Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and then came back on that Tuesday. So, Which was your first trip back since they reopened, correct? The first trip back to the parks, yes, Yes. to be able to ride rides since they opened. So I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, Obviously, we talked about all the different things that were happening uh, from the time they initially announced their reopening, California residents only. And then the 15th, they decided to open to everyone. And then they decided no masks for anyone. I mean, everyone thought there'd be masks through the end of the year. And and uh, there was no masks required the whole time, so it was it was great. And was there was there still a lot of people wearing them though, even though they weren't required? There were not a lot of people wearing masks. No. I would okay. say very 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 few. Um, okay, I don't know percentage wise, maybe ten percent were. Um, if that, there weren't a lot of masks being worn. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it was. What was it that we were? It was packed in there. I mean, I I think the one ride I remember specifically, the Haunted Mansion, because they talk about how in the stretching room, the initial room, how they were really trying to social distance people there. That was completely out when we were there. (laughs) We were were shoulder to shoulder and that that thing was packed. I mean, it was everyone was in there. Were they still doing the, because I remember seeing something, uh, if people that didn't want to be close to other people, they would take them through. A different the, entrance. Yeah, down the stairs or something. and Yeah, and basically lead them the back thing. into the hallway and then get, get I out. I don't think that was necessarily a being close to other people thing. I just think if you weren't overly attached to going through the stretching room, since they were only doing five or six groups in the stretching room at a time, mm. that you could bypass that. And that's what the other entrance was for. I thought it was so for you people could, that didn't want to be close. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I, I guess it could be for that too, but... It was probably a little bit of both, I'm sure. So I would have did it at least once just to see the different area. Right. Yeah, no, I didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't notice them doing that at all. I was thinking the same thing. If they were offering it, I was going to absolutely yeah. go down there just to see, you know, the stairway down and and stuff like that. But no, they weren't doing that, and it was packed in that stretching room. I mean, it was shoulder to shoulder. It was just like I've always remembered it. So, yeah. so anyways, we we chose. Oh, public public service announcement: that people wear deodorant. Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I've been in that room next to people. That, that was a reminder for Jason's future self when he records no, no, this. No. When he edits this, he's like, oh, man, where's my deodorant? So so we, we did park hopper tickets for the four days. Um, and park hopper 
tickets right now allow you to choose a park that you go into first. You get to start the day at one park, and then you can't hop to the other park until 1 p.m. So it's a little bit different than traditional park hopper tickets. Um, so we chose starting on three of the four days at Disneyland just because that's, you know, in my mind, the, my favorite park. Um, and then we chose one day to start at California Adventure because I really wanted to try to get on the Web Slingers ride uh, that day. And, and they have uh, the queues that open at 7 a.m. You can only choose the park that you're starting at. So if I'm starting at California, I mean, if, I've, if I'm starting at Disneyland, I can't choose Web Slingers at seven o'clock, but I can then choose it at noon because uh, they do two different virtual queues, one at seven and one at noon. Um so yeah, Friday and Saturday, we started at uh, Disneyland, Sunday, California Adventure, and then Monday started again at Disneyland. So uh, Friday, it seemed, Friday was not too bad. There was not a lot of people there. Um, the wait times, you read a lot of different things on online where they say the wait times aren't where they're at. And I'd say that that was fairly true on Friday. Um, Saturday, it got a little bit busier. Uh, Sunday even seemed a little bit busier than that. And Monday, I was expecting it to be pretty much dead, but Monday was packed. <laughs> I mean, it was so busy that I, <clears throat> that I couldn't believe it. There, there was so many freaking people there. Um, so yeah, the ride times were pretty short the first day. And it was weird, like a couple days, it seems like there's a lot of people there, but it seemed at least to me like they were moving like, in crowds around the park it was really weird like this one time when when we went on haunted mansion we wanted to go on pirates but as we were walking past pirates the line was crazy i mean it was uh both lines were open they had the ropes out front they had it extended out in front of what is that cafe orleans or something up there past i mean the line was huge so we were like well we're not going to wait on that line because it you know it was they, they were looking at 45 minutes to an hour we went on Haunted Mansion, and by the time we got through the line and rode the ride and got off, there was nobody on Pirates. Like, I don't know if the thing closed down and everyone left or what, but like we, we almost walked right onto Pirates, where 20 minutes earlier, the ride seemed like it had a, an hour-long uh, line. So I don't know. It's kind of weird, but, uh, but it was good. We had a lot of fun. So we were able to ride pretty much everything that we wanted to. Um, we were able to get on Rise of the Resistance again. Cody, you're going to love that ride. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy how I still haven't been on this ride? Yes, that is crazy. That the is the crazy. funny thing is, is that trip that we had planned uh, in March of last year, mm -hmm. Tyler and I spent so long piecing together this perfect plan on how to get a boarding pass because back then they had, you could even go to like the kiosk. So like the, I think the space, uh, the tomorrow, there was some like the, the buzz light year fast pass distribution was doing uh -huh. boarding groups for rise of the resistance. And so was splash mountain. Right. And right. so we were going to use a magic morning. We were going to go to the splash mountain fast pass distribution center and be there waiting for when the park opened. So we could stick our tickets in and, try for boarding group number one or whatever. Right. We had this whole thing devised in our mind on how it was all going to work out. That feels more like a memory that it actually happened. <laughs> right. 
And I still haven't been on this ride and I've, I mean, I've seen all the promotional material. Like I know you get captured and all that, but I have not actually watched an entire ride through of, yeah. you know, video and of the good. ride. That's so, good. Cause it's one of those rides that your first time through is going to blow your mind. <laughs> now, did you try for a boarding group all three days that you started at Disneyland or just once? So we were there several days. And so I was, you know, it's funny when you look at the fine print on how it works, I was trying different things that shouldn't work and they didn't work. <laughs> so, so, okay. so what I mean by that is like, you can't have two boarding passes at one time. So if you get Correct. one for rise of the resistance on at the seven o'clock time, uh-huh. if you haven't ridden it by noon, you can't try for another virtual queue. Uh, right. If you've, if you've ridden it, you can, but if uh-huh. you haven't, then you can't. So Friday I tried for rise of the resistance and got it. And then at noon I was thinking, well, even though what was I, what was my mindset there? Cause I was trying to get, um, Oh, cause we still hadn't ridden it by noon. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to still try anyways to see if it'll let me get web slingers just to see what happens. Yeah. So at noon I tried to get web slingers. It wouldn't let me get it. Cause obviously we had the one still Saturday. I think I was like, you know what? We rode rise yesterday. I know I'm supposed to only be able to do rise of the resistance because that's the park we're starting at being Disneyland but I'm going to try for web slingers anyway. <laughs> so I kept trying different things that I knew probably shouldn't work, but I was thinking, oh, I got plenty of time here, so I'll try it. And yeah. sure enough, then I burned a chance Saturday morning because, you know, we couldn't get it. Then Saturday at noon, we ended up getting web slingers, okay. but it wasn't until, but it was a backup group. So it was one of those, you know, we can't oh. guarantee you'll get on and, uh-huh. you know, there's a chance you're not going to make it. And, and it was right. getting late in the day. We got tired. We went back to the hotel. And of course, as soon as we get back to the hotel, we get notifications saying, hey, your boarding group's up. <laughs> and, was, and about what time was that? That was, what time are they closed? For me, they closed at 8 because they were still closing early. Oh, and they so, were still closing at 8? I'll guess yeah. the 10 p.m. closure didn't start till till the week after the, we got there. Like, the 1st of July, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'd say we got notification about seven o'clock and by then we were in the hotel room, we'd already ordered food and it was like, no, forget it. Right. So Sunday was when we started in California adventure and I tried for web slingers that morning and I got it and I was like, oh, perfect. But they didn't (laughs) load like these rides. It's crazy. You think that when they open at 9am that they start loading this ride, but they don't. Yeah. Or at least on some occasions they don't if they're having problems. So the problem with Sunday was we had uh, reservations at Blue Bayou at one twenty. So we knew at the park hopping time we'd have to go, you know, over there yeah. um, to get to that reservation. So we tried Sunday morning and got one. And it, it was, I want to say it was an early time. Uh, uh, like I want to say we were like boarding group 50 or something okay. like that. Um, so the the time that we should have got on, because they give you an estimated time, and the time we should have got on should have been right around 10.30, maybe 11 o'clock. So I was thinking, well, that's no perfect. Our reservation's at 1.20. Uh, you know, we'll get on the ride. We'll have plenty of time to get over there. They yeah. didn't even start boarding uh, groups that day until I want to say about, I want to say they started about 10.30. And it was like... Oof. It's like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So now our time to get on there. So we ended up 
canceling it and figured we'd try again the next day. And I could have tried that same day, but I didn't for whatever reason. Um, but then I tried it again Monday. and oh, So you can actually like withdraw yourself from your boarding group? You can, yes. Okay. If if you get it in the morning and you decide that it's not you're not gonna ride it by noon, you can take yourself out of it and then try for whatever you want to at noon. So Okay. And actually But if you will have it before noon and you haven't ridden it, you can't get it at noon. Right, exactly. Right. Okay. Okay. Exactly. And actually I'm actually remembering wrong. Sunday so we canceled it. I tried to get it again, but it was another thing where it was like real late at night. So we ended mm-hmm. up not riding it on Sunday either. Um I think, I don't know. It's been a couple of weeks now, but I was able to get it on Monday. I was able to get web slingers again. So we were able to go and ride that during the day. Um, And it was funny because of course, when we get on there right towards the end, it breaks down on us. (laughs) No, are you kidding? (laughs) It stunk. (laughs) Maybe I don't want to go with James. (laughs) Cause you, you had issues with rise of the resistance too on like your first trip being able yes, to ride it. But that time and this time, it actually worked out to my benefit because Rise of the Resistance, it broke down while we were in queue or whatever, or we got halfway through or something. Yeah. They let us go, but they let us come back that not, that time. Because I remember we used to talk about how I rode it one and a half times that first right. time. Web Slingers, I've been hearing a lot of different things where people say that they get them out of there and they don't give them any kind of uh, return or anything like that. And it's just basically, sorry, it broke down you're out of luck. But for us, we were, we were right at the last part of the ride. And so the next stop was the beginning where you get off. And basically they just opened the door and said, do you guys want to ride again since it broke down? And it was like, yeah, we'll ride again. So we basically got to ride it twice in a row. Um, so one so in seven, cool. eight, one in seven, eight, yeah, one in yeah. seven, eight. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. We had a good time. Blue Bayou was, was a little weird. Uh, Awesome. But it was good. the The waiter there was so weird. Like, <laughs> like, like we got there, and, and I've heard all kinds of things. Like, oh, there's only eleven tables open, or I've heard there's only fifteen tables open. We went in there, and there's pretty much tables all over the place. I mean, they were. It looked like it was pretty much back to capacity. Um, maybe they were missing a couple tables right along the the area as you first walk in. Yeah. So they sat us next to the water and for, well, one thing is they don't give you bread now. So that kind of sucks that you don't get what? bread. Yeah. So I was like, wait a second, this, this I'm canceling my reservation. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, this way, like it seemed to us, cause we were kind of looking around, like all the waiters seemed like they were not familiar with where they were at or what they were doing like like they like just got they general. got transferred from another restaurant yeah like they got <laughs> transferred from somewhere or something i don't know it was a little weird because and this guy comes over and he's like uh it was really awkward because he was like you know hey do you guys want to place an order and it's like no we just want to yeah, sit but, here <laughs> it's like yeah but we need to look at the menu for a little bit he's like okay do you want drinks Teresa ordered a drink oh, I, I ordered the uh what do they call it? The lemonade, the Louisiana lemonade the Louisiana or something. Lemonade. Yeah. Which has always been my favorite drink there. Yeah. Um, so then we placed the orders for the drinks and then he just, he just stands there. Like, 
like really awkwardly for like 30 seconds. And I'm like looking at the, you know, you have to look on your phone because they have the QR code like most restaurants do now where you scan it and you look at the re- at the menu on there. So I'm just looking at my phone and out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy. He's just standing there and I'm like, what is oh. this guy doing? And, 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 and I swear, like after 20 to 30 seconds, he's like, okay, then I'll, uh, I'll go get those drinks. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> oh, and, awkward. and then the whole interaction with this guy was just weird. Like he, yeah. he, like he wouldn't leave. And like, it was like, what is this guy doing? It was just really awkward. Um, you know, and, and like at the end, like one of the things I love about Blue Bayou is I love their creme brulee. Uh, that's one of the things I go for. And I always want to have the creme brulee. And it was funny because most people or most servers will always say to, you know, hey, did you leave room for dessert or would you like to have some dessert or, you know, something like that. Like they obviously they want you to buy dessert, right? Because the more you spend, the bigger cut they get, the bigger percentage. they I mean, not the bigger percentage, but their percentage of a larger bill is better for them because that's their tip. So he comes over after we're done and he's like, "Uh, so, yeah, probably no room for dessert, right? (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> like he's trying to talk us out of it or something i don't know the whole thing was weird and as we were watching james everybody... is like you don't you don't know who you're <laughs> yeah. talking to buddy yeah it's like you don't know what you're saying <laughs> creme brulee doesn't take up a lot of room friend <laughs> <Yeah>. it's pudding <laughs> oh shoot so yeah it was it was an awkward experience but i mean it was still good you know we were there for our anniversary so it was nice. The food was good. The steak was cooked great. The lobster was fantastic. Um, you know, it's funny because someone on the ride, people on the rides like to to yell at people that are eating there and they'll say, throw me a roll. <laughs> and someone yelled that this time. And, and one of the tables said, there aren't any rolls. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, there's no bread, uh, which was weird. But everything else was good, uh, at least in our experience, except the Louisiana lemonade. I mentioned that. Yeah. It's really weird. He brought it out and it was like two different colors. Like they had lemonade and they just put some others. I don't know. It was weird. Like it usually doesn't come out the way that he brought it out. And it just wasn't, it wasn't very good. So. Because I think a lot of their fancy drinks, like I, uh, whatever, like the hurricane cocktail is that they have at the blue Bayou. Now mm-hmm. I, I, I saw on YouTube that that is pre-mixed. Right. So like, I think it has like grenadine in it. So like, if you didn't like grenadine, you couldn't get it without the grenadine because it's, it's right. pre-mixed and they just pour a glass of it for you. Right. right. Same thing with Oga's, all of their alcoholic beverages are all pre-mixed. Right. I don't think the Louisiana lemonade is a pre-mixed thing. I think they make that themselves and they add the syrups or whatever into the lemonade. Very, very possible. And if that's the case, this guy sucks at making it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, had they had they had they been open long before you guys went? I'd want to say they've been open at least a couple of weeks, so not very long, I guess. And, and you know, and if maybe the first couple of weeks, right up before you got there, they were only doing 11, 11 tables. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. they were still just trying to get the hang of it. Maybe that guy was new. Yeah, they hired now, a few new people. Not you know, yeah. not trying to diminish the fact that you had a unsatisfactory experience and partially, you know what? but I, I yeah and i would I, I i wouldn't even say unsatisfactory it, we're at the blue bayou i'm super happy to be there it, and actually it was kind of funny because those are the kinds of things that that 
you can tell stories about, you know what I mean? So it was fine. I mean, the guy yeah. was obviously, like you say, I think he was just uncomfortable. It doesn't seem like he'd either been moved from another restaurant or maybe he just started working as a, re- as a, as a waiter. I'm not sure, but he it was, was a ride operator on Splash Mountain. They're like, here, <laughs> yeah. we need to go over here today. Probably. He's exactly. like, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it was good. We were able to eat there. We were able to go into Ogus Cantina while we were there. Um, we were able to eat at the new Avengers campus, the PIMS test kitchen or whatever you uh-huh. call it. So that was good. Um, we didn't eat at Lamplight Lounge this time just because our, the reservation we had overlapped with Blue Bayou. It was like an hour later. So it was like, we didn't want to go from one to the other, or at least Teresa the, didn't want to. I would the restaurant, <laughs> the restaurant in the Avengers campus is that a uh, is that a reservation system or just a walk like a quick, quick dining quick service? No, it's, it's yeah, no, you go in there. It's it's funny while we were there. I think they're changing it a little bit. There's a lot of mobile ordering stuff, and I think it actually loosened up a little bit by the time we were there because I was hearing people saying, "Oh, you got to order a Dole Whip before 10 a.m. or they're gone for the whole day." Uh, the test kitchen in there was uh, you could do mobile ordering and then just let them know when you were there or you could do you could do walk up. But the funny thing is, is they weren't really they weren't really um, what's the word? They weren't really I, I don't want to say advertising, but they weren't really promoting the fact that you could do walk up. And at one restaurant in particular, it was really, really weird. Um, what's the one back there? That's uh, in Fantasyland back there by Dumbo. What's the name of that? The Red Rose Tavern? Yes, the Red Rose Tavern. So that one, that restaurant actually made me mad because (laughs) because (laughs) I didn't know that you could do walk-up to it. Uh, They're making it seem like you could only do mobile ordering. So we did mobile ordering. We had our order ready for, you know, like, I don't know, 1050 or something like that. We got there about 1045, found a seat. It let me check in, but then they don't want you going up to the to the window until your order says that it's ready. So it said it was ready, but it took about 15 minutes for it to tell me that my order was ready. <laughs> I was like, well, what is the point of sitting here for 15 minutes? And then the worst thing, especially at that restaurant is I go over to get my food and they have the windows and there's a line of four to five people deep in each of the windows. And then there's another line a single line that's out the door that's feeding these four or five windows. So it's like, okay, I just had to wait 15 minutes for my food. Now you want me to get into another line to be fed up to these windows. It's like, it's going to be another 30 minutes. It was, it was, it was tough, but you know, well, hopefully they got that all worked out soon. Yeah. Hopefully so. I mean, I, I read a lot of, go ahead. I've had a lot of, issues with mobile ordering because especially right after they first opened and especially with Avengers campus, even when that opened, everything was pretty much mobile order only and mobile order works really well, Uh but only when it's used in conjunction with walk up service as well. Yeah. Now when everyone in the park is using mobile order, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Cause I know with the, because then people were able to order mobile order like before the park opened, especially with the PIM test kitchen stuff when like that first week mm-hmm. Avengers campus opened. I think that really showed uh, Disney or, or Disneyland that they had some issues that they needed to resolve with their mobile order system and how they handle it throughout the park. Right. Because people were, you know, past nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, you couldn't 
get any food because everything was booked for the entire day, yeah. like with the dolip situation. And, and so then they changed it to where you could only mobile order if you were inside that land. I, I think that was more specific to Avengers campus, um, mm-hmm. which wasn't location based, but if you tried to mobile order from like the test kitchen or something, you got a little notification on the app saying to not place an order unless you were yeah. inside of that land. And, a mobile order time wouldn't guarantee you access into the land. You had to already be in the land to access those restaurants. Right. And then I think as they kind of worked through things, they changed mobile order to kind of how I think it was originally is they only kind of show you like maybe two hours Mm -hmm. of times to select. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like a rolling two hour window. And so that way you can't go in at 10 in the morning and book something for five and then everything around dinner time is booked for every restaurant in the park. And so then when somebody thinks about it at four 30, they can't get any food. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That seems to be the way that it was for us. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to change that. And I think most things now, at least now have the, the walk up option unless it's a sit down restaurant. But I think a lot of the quick service stuff you can walk up to now and do, yeah. mobile order for the most part oh and that reminds me the one restaurant that i was most irritated about was uh which was it? the the plaza inn that's where they do the fried chicken right mm. yeah so my, my favorite yeah so i was irritated didn't you send with us that. a picture of it i did yes okay but i didn't realize that you could do walk up on that and so as we went there we went to the mobile order. If you do mobile ordering, they put your, your food into plastic containers and they give you plastic uh, forks and knives and all that stuff. And then they put it in, into a paper bag. So we're going up there and I'm thinking that's the way everyone's being served. And honestly, the chicken was still good, but it wasn't as good as normal because it'd been sitting in, it'd been sitting in plastic, you know, like when you order food from Grubhub or whatever else and they order and it takes a while to get to you and it's just it wasn't the same but then I realized oh they're doing walk-up orders also and those people are walking right up and ordering the food and they're getting it on plates and they're getting to have a uh, a drink in a refillable container and it's like you know I had to order a bottle of coke with mine it just it wasn't as good as it normally is and I'm pretty sure that it was because you know just been sitting in the plastic container for however long um so that was a little irritating to me because it's like, man, I, because I mean, there's nothing on because they make it seem like everything's mobile order, but it's not. There's a lot of stand up or standby ordering or whatever you want to call it. So keep that in mind, Cody, when you're there. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't get the don't get the fried chicken through the mobile order. <laughs> yeah, that would be frustrating. Yeah. Knowing you could have had it on a plate with real utensils and a yeah. regular cup for your drink with ice yeah. and, and refills. Yeah. <laughs> so all Instead, in all, you look like you got plaza in to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, Jason, like you said, all in so, all, it was a good trip. We had a good. great time. Yep. We had a lot good. of fun. We got to ride Rise of the Resistance, Web Slingers, got to see Avengers Land um, or whatever they call it, Campus, Avengers Campus. Uh, I know it makes people mad. I call it Marvel Land. <laughs> we got so to what see did Marvel you Land. Think? You got to see Marvel Land and Star Wars Land? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you think of Avengers Campus as a whole and then the the new Spider-Man Web Slingers attraction? So 
the Web Slingers ride, um, I think you guys have probably heard a little bit about it, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Right. It's it's a lot like Toy Story, mm-hmm. as far as you're in a uh, in a uh, a vehicle where it's yeah. four across, and but instead of having anything to shoot like Buzz, you have a gun. Uh, Toy Story, you have the little popper thing. Uh, this thing, you're just using your hands. So it utilizes technology. I think there's cameras above you. There's probably cameras in front of you. I don't know. There's probably cameras everywhere. But you're supposed to, you're you're helping Spider-Man uh, take out all these spider bots that have started replicating themselves and are going, running amok throughout the whole Avengers campus. And so mm-hmm. the mission is to try to save Avengers campus. And so you try to, you fling your arms like Spider-Man would, you know, when he's releasing yeah. webs. And the cameras sense where your arm's at and it shoots out a web onto the screen. And you do that. And so you're trying to uh, get different spider bots and there's different colors, of course, that have different point values. And you can do stuff like if there's barrels up on the side, you can shoot one of the barrels and then drag the web over and it'll crash over into a bunch of stuff and knock things over. And so you spend your whole time just kind of with your arms, because it, it records both arms. And so you're, you're going constantly trying to get as much as you can. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, it, it works. Your, <laughs> your, arms get tired. your arms get tired. And I do have to say, just because if my wife ever happens to listen to this, she totally kicked my butt on this ride. Like she, no way. she <laughs> like she, I'd say she almost doubled my score. <laughs> Like, I don't know what she did, but, but she, and she got off. She she's like, it's easy. It. You just got to fling yeah, your arms around. Exactly. And yeah. So, she's like, I don't know what your issue was, but my arms were just fine. Now, now my other, the other thing with web slingers that I didn't really care for is you get into this virtual queue, just like rise of the resistance, but rise of the resistance, you go and you check in and you're immediately immersed into this experience like like the the line that you're waiting in you're going through the rebel outpost i mean you're immersed in this ride right off the right out of the gate right with web slingers it kind of sucked because you just get into a line and you're just sitting out in the middle of avengers campus and it's hot outside and the lines just going everywhere and it's just one of the classic disney lines where Mm -hmm. You see the front where you think you're going in, but instead of going in, you turn a corner and now you're in another line that's huge. And it's like, oh my gosh. Then you get towards the end of that where you think you're turning back to the front door and lo and behold, now they've opened it up to this whole blacktop area in the back. It's like, I think we waited in line probably probably about 40 minutes after we came back and it was all in the sun. And it was like, this is ridiculous. Like give us some shade or something here. so that was that. As far as the rest of the land, it's very cool, um, mm-hmm. but it is small. I mean, obviously, yeah. they don't have a lot of room to work with there. Uh, there's not a lot of, like, I can remember going into one store. I don't remember if there was actually a second store or not. Um, there just wasn't a whole lot of stuff in there. They do sell things that you can use on the ride, some kind of web slinger that's supposed to, I don't know if it enhances your aim or makes you be able to shoot faster or what. I have no idea what it does, but I didn't get one. Um, and then they have different areas that they, as, as the, as you enter from the main part of DCA, um, they have, that's where the web slingers is and they have a little Spider-Man show. They have different shows throughout the day and we didn't see them all, but I saw the Spider-Man one, which is pretty cool where he comes out and talks to you. And then they have that mechanical robot thing that flies up into the air 
right. from one side of the building to the other. So that was cool. Um, I did get my picture. Teresa and I got our picture taken with the wasp. She was out there. Nice. Um, uh, there was another show that had Black Widow. She was up there. They have like the actual Avenger, like a big building that I think I've read is supposed to house another ride in the future. Uh, but there's a lot of rumors with that that say that, that maybe they've canceled it, that they're not going to do it, but other people are thinking they're going to do it. So there's that area. And then there's a little area where I think Dr. Strange comes out, but we didn't see Dr. Strange, but we did see Black Widow. She fights off some people and goes up to where the jet's at or whatever. Um, and that was it. To me, it's cool, but it's small. And yeah. like I think it loses its appeal pretty quickly. For me, Fair. I'm sure other people will uh, maybe love it, but um, yeah, for me, I, I could I could walk in there. Uh, the web slingers ride. I told you that it broke down and they let us go again. Honestly, my arms. I was like, man, I don't know that I want to go through again. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa got Teresa beat me even worse the second time than she did the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was cool. It's just. And the kitchen place, the Pimp's Kitchen, is cool because they have all these weird things. Like we got the uh, the chicken sandwich or something where it's like a big old huge chicken that's obviously been pounded. And so it's a big, huge uh, breaded piece of chicken. And then it's like a little slider bun on, that's on it. And uh, um, so that was cool. Uh, the food there was good that we had, that chicken sandwich. I can't remember if we had something else or not. Um, but yeah, I, I can see the appeal of avengers campus wearing off on me real quickly mm-hmm. so so the one time that you rode web slingers and you probably explored that area a little bit too and got your food and all that kind of in that same mm-hmm. stint mm-hmm. did you ever go back into that land at all while you were there no <laughs> <laughs> like we went in there the first day to see what it was like yeah. um and I know initially for like the first week or maybe the first two weeks, you had to wait in line to get in there. And, and right. that was definitely not the case with us. There was not a lot of people going through there um, the days that we were there. Um, so the very first day we walked in, walked into the store, saw that there wasn't that much there. Mm-hmm. And basically we walked out. Uh, the next time we were there was for the ride. And like you say, that's when we got our food, uh, saw some of the other stuff. And that was basically it. Um we didn't go back in there. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, But it was cool. It was neat to see, you know? Right. Uh, and I didn't do any of the, we paid for the photo pass, which the photo pass now costs $20 a day, uh, which sucks. Cause there's all kinds of things that you're used to having an annual pass. And for me, the, the, the photo pass is one of them. Cause it's kind of like an add on for the year. So to pay $20 a day for the photo pass kind of sucks. We didn't do any of the photo pass photos while we were in, uh, Avengers Campus, which I wish we would have because I see all kinds of people doing uh, their cool shots where, you know, they have Ant-Man jumping off their shoulder or so- stuff like that. They're magic shots. Um, yeah. But we didn't do any of those, unfortunately. So Yeah, because even, even before, if you didn't have an annual pass, you could buy Max Pass, right? Which yeah. allowed you to have the ability to acquire Fast Passes through the Disneyland app. And, but what was bundled into that was also the photo, your photo pass. pass. Yeah. And so at, at least at that point you were getting the, the, the fast pass, the option to get fast passes through the app without having to walk around the park and do it manually like the old days. Right. And all of your photos 
for right. 15 bucks a day. That I thought was a fair value. Yeah. Absolutely. But just 20 bucks a day. I mean, you spend four days there. That's $80. Yes. Just for your just for the downloadable photos. photos for your rides or characters or in yep. front of the castle or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it it did it did seem like a reasonable price until you you were going with five other people and you had to do that for six of them, and then yeah. it became like ninety dollars extra a day. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I guess when I was just doing it for myself. <laughs> but so, a couple other things. Uh, we were able to ride Splash Mountain. I wanted to ride it and record the whole ride, so I made sure to record it. I sat up front, and I got super soaked. Like. I couldn't believe how, like, it's literally like someone just hosed me down. Uh, but I did get the whole ride on video, so that was cool. And then the other thing was, well, they started doing the single rider. or the, Is that what they call it? The single rider, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they started doing it on the the last day we were there, I think. Or they started on Sunday, and we were there Sunday and Monday. So I got real bummed out because we went into Toy Story. And as you walk out Toy Story to your right, there's a little information desk. So... I went over there and credit coaster seemed like it was a pretty decent line. I mean, it wasn't huge, but I'd say it was 45 minutes. So I asked information, are you guys doing single riders? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, on in credit coaster. And she's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. So I go over there and there's nobody in the single rider line. So I'm like, do I go in there? Do I not? So finally I was like, well, she told me that they're open. So I went in through the exit over there and sat there for a few seconds before any of the cast members noticed that I was there. And then the guy came over. He's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm like uh, single rider. He's like, no, we're not doing that yet. And I'm like, uh, but information said that you guys are. He's like, no, they're wrong. He said, we're not. Denise, ready to do that Denise yet. said information said. Yeah, you are, so, so I want to write it. It it didn't matter what Denise said. Information said <laughs> he did not let me on, so I had to turn around and walk off. So, uh, so did you not get to ride in credit coaster? I did not end up riding it. No, uh, I, and which I was all? okay with. No, I didn't ride it at all. Which I was okay with. We spent most of our time over in in Disneyland, but because Teresa doesn't ride that ride, right? She will, but she doesn't necessarily want to. So, okay. yeah. Just so, saying, you go right. later this week. You'll have somebody to ride with. I know. I might have to jam down there. <laughs> but no, it was it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. I uh, got to eat at a lot of different places and. Uh, cool. And we had a good time and it was, it didn't seem like anything pandemic related too much. Uh, like I said, very few people wearing masks, not very much social distancing going on. So did um, it feel like a normal trip two, three years ago? I would say yes. Yeah. I'd say it felt pretty normal, except for the whole mobile ordering thing and the right. uh, the experience with the, the Plaza Inn and stuff like that. Um, Which felt, I've only it, been. It felt very normal. I've only been, I think, once since they the, since the mobile ordering thing became a thing. The, the last right. time we went, I think that was the first time that I've ever done it. Right. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see what Cody thinks because Cody, you have a trip planned, right? You keep referencing James meeting you there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your upcoming trip, and then we'll get a few more items, and then we'll we'll get on to our movie. Yeah. So I kind of I've talked about it a couple of times, but I'll kind of. Kind of reiterate some things. Uh, my wife and I were going to Disneyland. We're going to be there for four days uh, this coming week. So we'll be there July 15th, which is Thursday. Thursday, July 15th will be our first day in the park. That is her birthday. That's my wife's birthday. Um, so we'll be there the 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we'll fly in Wednesday, the 14th. 
Um, and we'll get there around the middle of the day. We're flying into LAX now. I think the last time I told you guys we were flying into into Hollywood because mm-hmm. um, I was I got an incredible uh, deal on flights leaving out of a smaller city that was a little closer to home instead of flying out of Salt Lake. Well, that airline decided that they didn't sell enough tickets on the one flight they had on Wednesday. And so they're like, no problem. We'll reschedule you for Thursday on us. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold on now. Yeah, I've got places to be Thursday. I can't leave at one o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. Uh, my, you know, I got Blue Bayou reservations for one ten. Like this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to cancel that flight. We got our money back, and I ended up having. So now we're flying out of Salt Lake and flying into LAX um, through a, a more reputable airline. But and so we're we'll be there around the middle of the day. Um. Wednesday, we'll hang out in downtown Disney that afternoon and evening. Uh, we have dinner at Tortilla Joe's Wednesday night. Nice. Um, do World of Disney, stuff like that. And then Thursday morning, we'll go into the park. Um, so instead of James did Disneyland, Disneyland, DCA, Disneyland mm-hmm. for his four starting parks, because you have to with the park hoppers like we have as well. And I guess the single day tickets too. You just have to tell them now what park you plan on going to in the morning. Right. And so we, we're alternating days. We'll do Disneyland DCA, Disneyland DCA. Okay. So now Thursday you, we'll do Disneyland. Are you doing park hoppers or just one park, park hoppers? Day? Yeah, okay. no, we're doing park hoppers. Cool. So that way we can try for web slinger or rise of the resistance at, at noon on those right. days where we're able to try it at that noon time slot um friday dca saturday july 17th which is disneyland's birthday or anniversary we're doing disneyland and then sunday california adventure um i got all the reservations we wanted i finally got blue bayou reservations nice so that was exciting and then what was it this last thursday whatever that date was D23 made an did announcement. I, was it Thursday or did it, was it Wednesday? And it was Thursday and then tickets went on sale Friday. Friday. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot so what day that I texted you guys. So oh, by Thursday, the way, you're welcome. July 8th. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thursday, July 8th, uh, D23, which for those that don't know, D23 is the official Disney fan club, which you can, pay to have a membership of or for yes um and (laughs) jason's a part of the d23 james is a part of d23 we're all members of the official disney fan club go us yeah (laughs) and you can pay uh i guess there is a free option but there's a free option and then there's kind of like a tiered system for memberships and the more you pay i think there's like i don't know if it's just the free and the is there three free, a middle, and then the gold? I don't know. I, I do the gold. So yeah, I think we all do. But anyways, the there's, there's a gold swag. membership, which is like the highest membership level within the club. I think mm-hmm. other than like the gold family, but for, yeah, they made an announcement that they were doing a, what are they calling it? It is called 
the gold, the D23 gold member preview of Jungle Cruise at Disneyland Park. Uh, and this is for Friday, July 16th at Disneyland. And it is uh, starts promptly at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Jason on Thursday sent uh, James and I this the link to this article that D23 announced this event. And I also got it in like the D23 emails that they send out. But yeah, I rarely look at those emails. So it's a good thing Jason pointed this out. <laughs> right. Um, and I'll, I'll read what it says here in, in the article about its description. It says... D23 gold members are in for an incredible sunrise adventure as they get to hear inside stories from Walt Disney Imagineering and be among the first to experience the new, spelt G-N-U, new enhancements to the world-famous Jungle Cruise at Disneyland Park on its official reopening day, Friday, July 16th. This late-breaking opportunity has very limited capacity for D23 gold members, but be sure to keep an eye out on D23.com in the last days that follow for a special virtual edition for all D23 members to get to hear the inside story from Walt Disney Imagineering. Um, you'll be let inside of the gates of Disneyland Park before the park opens to the general public. Upon arrival, you'll be outfitted with your very own skipper hat and VIP credential as you begin your adventure, begin our adventure land expedition at the tropical hideaway. Um, they're going to uh, supply or I guess provide some morning things to eat, a local moco bao, sweet lumpia, coffee, juice, water. What was that? And What was that? Lumpia, Lo- coffee, juice, and water. Loco, no, loco. before that, before that, before that. <laughs> they called a loco moco bao. <laughs> two more times, yeah. two more times. Come on. Loco moco bao, loco moco bao. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> And you will also be able to get a Dole Whip as well, being that it's going to be at the Tropical Hideaway. Um, And so they're going to have some Imagineers talking about the history of the attraction, some of the inspiration for updating and renovating the attraction. Uh, So you'll actually be able to get to hear from the Imagineers that worked on it, which is pretty cool. And then you get to ride it as well before the park opens. You actually will then be... Go through the Jungle Lang Jungle Cruise queue, get on a boat, and away you go. And then when everything's all said and done, uh, in the article it mentions, in addition to a skipper hat and credential, guests will be treated to a few other commemorative surprises. So maybe a pin or a poster, who knows what they'll do. But there'll be some other thing or things that, that you'll get as well by going to this event. But it's 5.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. The park opens at 8. They do say that check-ins at 5.15. Please arrive no later than 5.30. Late arrivals will not be accommodated. And when everything's all said and done, they're kicking you out. So you don't have to have valid theme park ticket or reservation to attend this event. You can go to this event and then just go home. Um, But regardless whether you have a ticket or not, they're kicking you out of the park at 7.30 when it's done. And then you go about your day, whatever you had planned for that day. Well, by the time you're hearing this, though, you you won't be able to get any more tickets because they're already 
yes. sold out. Yes, so. they sold out in just a few minutes. So that yeah. was an interesting process in itself. They weren't, so this our announcement and article uh, came out on Thursday. Tickets were going on sale the next day, Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So that would have been 10 a.m. for James, which he tried to get tickets, and then 11 a.m. for Jason and I for the time zone that we're in, and I tried for tickets. Um, they use this kind of online virtual queue system. So when you got to the web page early before 10, um, you got placed in this waiting queue. And it said that you're here, you have a spot, but when 10 a.m. rolls around, or 11 a.m. for me being in a different time zone, you then get mixed up with everyone that arrived early. Mm -hmm. And so everyone has the fairest shot of getting tickets because now everyone gets put into the actual queue at random. Right. So it didn't matter if you got on at 7 a.m. or 10.59. You You were getting jumbled up anyways. You were getting all jumbled up. So it gives everyone the same chance because they claim it's random you know at at 10 a.m whoever was already there just gets thrown into the queue at random and then it's whoever the queue decides to get in first um right. and then if you get there if you get to the web page at 10 a.m or later then you get put in order by time that you arrive to the web page then it's first come first serve um so you don't have to worry about someone showing up at 1003 and you got there at 7 a.m and the person at 1003 got tickets and you didn't so anyways, I just happened to get onto the web page because I still had it open on my phone and I went to my browser on my phone and it was still on that page where the day before it said, oh, tickets don't go on sale till the next day. And so that that page was just still up and I opened it and it was like, oh, you're now in the virtual queue. And I was like, oh, sent a, a <laughs> screenshot over of that to James. I was like, James, you better get yep. your browser open. Get in here. <laughs> um and so and i was at that point an hour and something early so you know i waited i was at work doing other things 11 o'clock for me rolls around and i'm getting ready i had i opened it up on my work computer as well just to have another browser open and especially where it was random maybe the my computer you know my page that i had open on my computer com- computer would get in before the browser I had it on my phone because it was random. And I almost decided to just close it out on my phone. Cause I was like, ah, it's random anyways. I have just a good a shot on either one. I'll close the window I have on my phone and just do the one I have on the computer. Cause it'll be easier to keep track of. Well, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> I kept them open on both. I was like, well, it's random. I could, either one of them could get in before the other. So because they don't say how many tickets they're selling. They just said very limited number. And reading through the description, it sounds like it's going to be held or hosted at the Tropical Hideaway. Which, I don't know, you could maybe comfortably fit 50, 60 people in there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't guess more than approximately 50. Um, plus, you know, with whatever displays and screen or projector system that they have set up to show you things if they're going to do anything like that. I don't know. So I'm assuming we'll see what happens, but I'm assuming there's going to be maybe 50 ish people there. And so when 10 o'clock hits, it's like, great. Um, it's your turn. You're being led into the queue. The page will automatically redirect you. 
And I sat on that page for like a solid minute. I was like, oh, do I refresh? Like, it's just kind of sitting here. It says it's my turn. Don't nothing's refresh. happening. Don't refresh. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it, it does its thing. And then there's this little, there's this bar with a little guy and he's just kind of walking across the bar. And the quicker he walks, you know, the progress bar moves. And when he, the guy gets to the end of the bar, that means you're let in to where you can actually purchase your tickets. And so the one on my phone, he was moving at a pretty good pace and then he'd jump up a little bit and then, you know, kind of jump up. He was moving pretty well. And then one on my computer, he was just chilling there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so that's why I said that I was really glad that I kept the one on my phone open because he, that little guy was getting there quicker than the other guy. Yep. So whatever place I got put in on my phone, I was much higher on the queue than on my computer. Right. So I finally got let in. I was able to get a ticket for both me and my wife. Oh, and I have, I don't think I mentioned tickets were $75, I believe. Mm -hmm. And a $7 processing fee per per ticket as well. So I got a ticket for both me and my wife. So that's for Friday, uh, this coming Friday. So we'll be there at Disneyland at 5.30 a.m., or I guess 5.15. Schedule that Uber. <laughs> and we're going to go to this Jungle Cruise event and see how it turns out. Now, I was kind of a little bummed when I saw that that same day that these tickets went on sale, that they had soft opened Jungle Cruise at Disneyland a whole week early and people are getting to ride it anyways. Yeah, yeah you yeah. thought you were going to be the first, huh? Yeah, but then, it, I mean, you know, it says right there, you know, you'll be of the first people to ride it on its official reopening day. Yeah. So apparently they were telling people that the final touches haven't been placed on the attraction yet, (laughs) but who knows? Um, But it should be a good time. James, you tried for tickets also, didn't you? I did. Yes. I was, uh, in the same queue. I only had it open on my phone though. So that little guy, he was not walking all that quick, but he seemed to go pretty quick after you said you got yours. I was thinking, well, mine's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then it got pretty, you know, he just kept chugging along and, and, uh, but eventually like a minute or two later, after you got yours, little thing popped up, said all the tickets are now in somebody's, uh, cart. So I figured at that point that was, that was 10.04 for me, so 11.04 oh, wow. for you. So that was four <laughs> minutes after the thing had started. Yeah. And I'd, I'd say that I got let in maybe two minutes after that. Okay. Um, and so I got let into the thing, and you know it said select here for your tickets. I selected on the tickets. It said there's no more tickets available. So that was it for me. I wasn't, wasn't able to get them. I was looking forward to it. But then I realized later that I didn't even <laughs> – I wasn't even paying attention when I read this article – when Jason sent it over, I didn't even know what I was signing up for. <laughs> I didn't realize it was just to ride the ride. Like I would, <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes I read stuff and I like put things together in my head faster than I'm reading it. And then I stop reading and it never fully clicks what, what I just so, read. So what'd you, what'd you think it was? <laughs> I, th- I, thought, I thought it was a screening of the movie that comes out two weeks later on the 30th. Uh- I thought they were having a screening of the Jungle Cruise movie at Disney, and I was thinking that would be so freaking cool (laughs) to go see the movie because because they do premieres of movies there. You know they've done Pirates of the Caribbean and they've done other movies there, 
And I thought, oh, holy cow, this is an opportunity that we would never get to go see the movie. And I thought for sure that's what I was I, like. It didn't even fully click until I think later in the day or maybe even the next day when I was reading something. And it was like, yeah, I can't wait to write it or something. And I was like, write it. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I go back and I look and I'm like, oh, it's not even the movie. It's just right in the ride. <laughs> yeah, because before, like the day when I sent you the link, you guys were talking, hey, James, if you get to go, can you come pick me up at the hotel? Yeah, and yeah we were making arrangements. Way. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know you well, didn't if, do that. If, if, if I would have gone in and got the tickets, I mean, I would have still gone down there. I just, yeah. I would have gone down there, you know. You would have been a little me. disappointed. Yeah, he'd have got, he'd like, got you the the in. Start? <laughs> <laughs> when do we see the movie, guys? <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's funny. That's yeah. Funny. So Cody got in though, which is awesome. I'm excited to hear his report on how that thing goes next yeah. time we're recording. So yeah, I, I'm hoping it's worth the money and being up there at five thirty in the morning. It'll be cool. They'll make it because it'll be something you, something you you'll never get to do again. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, I'll be in the same. I mean, not it's not really room. It's open air, but in the same vicinity as as these Imagineers that worked on the attraction and get to see. Yeah. you know, their passion for, for what they do. And yeah, I think it's oh, definitely, definitely going to be worth the money for you. So yeah. All right. I think I'm a little cool. bit more excited than my wife, but you know, probably five, five fifteen <laughs> probably seems. So, I mean, you're waking up probably what, four fifteen, four thirty. 30. I don't know how long it takes you guys to get ready, but yeah, I, you will probably be up by four thirty that morning and be out of the hotel by five. So just, well, just don't stay out too late the night before. If, if we have to end up walking, we're probably going to want to, leave by like 4.55 just to yeah. make sure we can get over there in a good enough time. Well, sure. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of Ubers available that early in the morning. but Yeah, I'm not sure how early they'll be available. You should be able to go on there and, and see if you can schedule one or not. But you probably want to plan on leaving early enough to where if they don't show up, you can still walk and walk. get there, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if she's not that excited about waking up early, just let me know. I can be your plus one for the morning. <laughs> He'll drive I'll down. Drive down. I'll drive down, pick you up, and you and yeah, I can you, go hang out. <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll be Lucy Jackson for the day. Yeah, she, absolutely. She, she can sleep in that day, and that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's uh. Well, stay tuned for Cody's trip report. Obviously, he's going next week, and so our next yes. episode, it'll be it'll be Cody's turn. Yes. To um. Cody's adventures at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Cody's adventures at, at Disney. So an- another article I sent to, I, I don't know if I sent it to you guys or you sent it to me with the Disneyland Paris, um, going to a premier access type of fast pass. Uh, yeah. I just want to talk about it really quick. Apparently Shanghai Disneyland already has that. I, I don't know much about it at Shanghai, but the article I looked at said similar to Shanghai's um, version and basically they're going to have two options. It's going to be a free option of a standby pass and there's going to be a premier access pass. Disney seems to like that premier access word lately because that's what they have on Disney plus for the movies. Um, and basically it's going to be an additional charge instead of a free fast pass. The, it's going to be the same kind of system as the free, but you're going to pay anywhere between $9 and $18 per ride to get a fast pass for that attraction per person, uh, per ride, per person, per ride. Uh, and it's yeah. similar to the, uh, to the other one where you'll only be able to hold one standby fast pass at a time. Uh, once your 30 minute time slots begun, you can secure another fast pass if you want again for that $9 to $18 per ride. Um, 
I don't know. Um, you know, there's been rumors that it was coming to Disney. The article I'm reading said there's been rumors it's been coming to Disney World since Disneyland introduced the Max Pass program, which is what I what I used last time that I went. I, I there's there's no way I would pay between nine dollars and eighteen dollars per ride to get a fast pass. I'll 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 wait in line or I'll do the the free whatever the free version gets you. Yeah, because um, that's that could add up to. You know, like like Cody said, affordable for the fifteen dollars or whatever it was for the the Max Pass addition to your ticket for that day, but yeah, but uh, that gave you access to, to whatever all Fast yeah. Passes you could yeah. get a hold of for that entire day, right? So if you want to Fast Passes, photo downloads, right? Three or four rides, you're looking at, you know, what forty to eighty dollars extra per ticket to jump yeah. the line. I I will gladly wait in line and keep that forty bucks for something else. So. It's, as long as you're able to anyways. Yeah. Well, that's true. Cause, cause, cause one of the things I was reading that they're talking about more of these virtual queues and some of the virtual queues fill up and you can't even wait in line, like rise of the resistance web slingers. You can't wait in line. Right. For those. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard rumors that they might move other rides. I mean, I think they've been playing around with Indiana Jones uh, for that a little bit too. So who knows how they'll do it, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they don't do too many like that. And I don't think just if, wait in line. If Rise of the Resistance had a standby queue right now, I don't think it would be all that bad. Because look at Smuggler's Run, that yeah. is only a few months older than Rise of the Resistance. Half a year, mm-hmm. six months maybe. Yep. And the wait times for that, even now, as the parks are starting to get busier, 35, 40 minutes when yeah. it's busy. Usually, I mean, I've seen it a lot around 2030. That'd it be hasn't that- been that bad. Yeah. I've been noticing the last couple of days, Web Slingers has not been selling out of all of its virtual queue. Like Rise of the Resistance, I mean, you got to time it at, at 6.59 and 58 seconds. You got to be hitting refresh. At seven o'clock, they're gone. Yeah. Uh, it was the same with Web Slingers at first, but now it's like I've seen people get them 10, 15 minutes later. So yeah. it is slowing down. So hopefully, it'll, hopefully that's the direction it'll continue to go. Because, yeah, I mean, Spending all that extra for a fast pass is just, just that's going to add up quick. <laughs> yeah. And, quick. Yeah. And, and obviously they're apparently by that format, they're not wanting a ton of people to take advantage of the system. Right. It's not meant to be as popular as the traditional fast pass or max pass system. Yeah. It's for the limited select few. Yeah. Yep. Well. It'll be someone select other than me. Yep. <laughs> tell you Not that. me. So uh, I will I will go wait in line. Yep. So, and then the other thing I uh, I saw today, uh, Disneyland is bringing back their their uh, their Halloween party. Um, yes. I was going to pull it up here. The Oogie uh, Boogie Bash. Yeah. Uh, I was going to get the dates, but it's not coming up. I think it starts September 9th. Sounds about right. September 9th through Halloween. Yeah. Um, so talk about it real quick while I try to find it. Dang it. Where, where'd it go? Well, so while we, you do that, while you do that, uh, Jason, James, did you watch when you went to Disneyland? Did you watch Mickey's Mixed Magic? Because you were saying before you went that you don't think you had seen that show before. No, but they were not running it when I was there. Oh, well, they didn't sorry. S- no, that's fine. They didn't start it until <laughs> yeah. the, the, the 4th of July. Yeah. And actually, 
I want to say that they started doing, uh, they started testing it on the first, I think, because I think Brianna got, yeah. to see it. She, she went on the first, second, and third, and I'm pretty sure that they got to see it. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right, here it is. Yeah, Thursday, July 8, 2021, Disney Parks blog, starting September 3rd through October 31st, 2021. The light and the spooky fun of Halloween time at both Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park. Uh, at Disneyland, they're going to have, uh, you know, the Mickey Mouse jack-o'-lantern and stuff they, they've had in the past. Disney California Adventure, uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash, I guess, is over there. Um, so uh, they'll so they'll be decorated from September 3rd through Halloween. Through Halloween, but yeah. The Oogie Boogie Bash goes September 9th through Halloween. Through, okay, so. yeah, yeah, I just saw that. So which And I was looking at those dates. I think it's only like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays that they run, except yeah, for I had, the weekend of Halloween, I think is... I think Halloween might be on a Saturday. And so they run it on that Friday or something like that. Right. Right. So, so that'd be cool. If you, if you, if you get to go one year, I would like to get out there for, for something like that. But yeah, I, th- I went to that, uh, not last year, obviously, but the year before I went to it, it's pretty cool. I'm going to yeah. try to go this year too. I'll be online Tuesday, seeing if I can get tickets to it. Cool. So, it's fun. It's nice to see the parks decorated. And I really yeah. didn't, I wasn't sure they were going to decorate the parks this year for Halloween or Christmas, but they've announced they're going to do both. So, yeah, it seems like finally, like I asked James if it seemed normal for his trip, finally they are getting back to a sort of normal, uh, yeah. which is, which is great. So, uh, but oh, uh, did you keep coming back to James's trip? Did you go on? The reimagined Snow White. I did. Oh, yes. How was that? It was good. Uh, you okay. know what? They there's a lot of little updates in that that made it really cool. So I really yeah. liked it. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know that I. I mean, I can kind of remember the last. The scene I thought they took out was not the scene that they took out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, like they talk about taking out a scene that scares all the kids and everything. I guess it's the towards the end where they're climbing the cliff or something. Um, yeah, does that sound when, about right. That's, when the that's witch the... gets struck by lightning and yeah, I don't know. Or, I honestly or the 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 boulder or the hill gets struck by lightning and and then she falls off the cliff or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so I thought that they were taking out the scene where, you know how in the middle of the ride where it shows the queen and she's got her hands up in the mirror and then yeah. she turns around and it's the the Wicked Witch at that point holding the apple. And it, so it goes from looking like just the normal queen, but when she turns around, like it's right there in your face that it's the, the Wicked Witch. I thought that's the scene that they were taking out, but that scene's still in there. So, And gotcha. then they did a lot of different addition. Uh, you know, there's like different screens and stuff so that they can see the dwarves running in different places and stuff. And uh, yeah. uh, I thought it was cool. It was good. Um, I liked it. So, cool. okay. you know, except cool. for that last uh, kiss of Snow White, <laughs> which is... Non-consensual. <laughs> the non-consensual. That, that disappointed me a little bit. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> 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 there goes like, Jason uh, talking to his wife again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Like I said it, yeah. if uh if I'm knocked out and I need to be kissed, I mean you guys have permission to do whatever you gotta do. All right. So, anyway. All right. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you're staying dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's let's get on so we can get to our rest of the stuff. Black Widow uh, came out. Uh, Cody and James saw it. We're not going to talk about it too much. Uh, once I see it, maybe we'll uh, we'll kind of do a review. But I did want to bring up that the earnings that it made. Oh, um, I thought you said you did see it. No, I didn't. didn't. Just just you and James. Oh, I had okay. I had baseball games this week. So, um, and then my dad my uh, my dad was out too, so I didn't get to see it. Uh, it did earn $80 million at domestic box office, $78 million from international box office. And then on Disney Plus Premier Access, which a lot of people don't like, uh, apparently a lot do because they made $60 million just from Disney Plus Premier Access. So, wow. um, which like James was mentioning earlier, that's money they get to keep. Uh, it's All not, of it. Yeah, it's, that's there. So uh, look for look for them to push that a little more maybe. Um, yep. So basically simple math, 60 million divided by 30. Cause it's 30 bucks to get access to that movie. That means approximately 2000 or I'm sorry, 2 million individual Disney plus accounts paid the premier access to watch yeah. black widow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 2 million. So, which there's there's gonna be some movies coming out that I may, I may I may do that for rather than go to the theater. Um, we'll see. So. This was a Marvel movie, so we wanted to see it in theater. We wanted right. that Marvel movie theater experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you guys went to the theater also, James? We did. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, we had that theater experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed because in the middle of it, I had to go to the bathroom. And when I came back, I couldn't see what was where my right. seat was. I sat down. I knocked my Coke over, knocked my nachos over. So there's cheese all over the seat next to me and Coke all oh. over the place. So, so. so had you been at your house watching it on Premier Access, you could have paused it. Yep, exactly. Ran, ran to the bathroom. Yep. Ran back, not spilled any cheese or soda or nothing. I he wouldn't know. have probably had nachos, though. So You can make nachos yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, but they are not movie theater nachos. That's true. They probably taste better at home. <laughs> he probably could have had some Robertos or some Canes. There you, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, next go. time I'm paying for it for sure. And actually, <laughs> actually, I'm going to go over to to Jim's house to uh, Mom and Jim's because he's got that big old huge TV, and you sit there, you know, five right. feet away from it. And it's like it's better than the theater. So, yep. <laughs> next time we're going over there. Nice. <laughs> well, have either of you guys watched Luca? The new Pixar movie that came out since we last I recorded. Have enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I did not see it. Yeah. Uh, I uh, a listener uh, has pointed out to me that there's a lot of things James has not seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Who is this listener that's pointed that out? <laughs> he wishes to remain re- uh, remain anonymous. Right. <laughs> right. But every time I ask, "Hey, have you guys seen this?" James always says no. So. <laughs> Well, I've seen Black Widow, so there, to your anonymous <laughs> source. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right, so I think that's all I had. You guys got any last-minute news or anything you uh, thought about you wanted to bring up before we move on to our movie? Uh, Jason, because I'm going to assume James hasn't seen this. Jason, have <laughs> Jason, have you watched uh, that also premiered since the last time we talked? recorded monsters at work the new monsters inc show i have not and matter of fact uh kaylee my daughter today asked yeah james hadn't seen it she asked if i had (laughs) watched it yet Uh, because her and her and her boyfriend watched the first episode yesterday and she said it was really good 
she no. really enjoyed it. The only thing she had an issue with is it, uh, it was, um, the, I guess the quality of the animation now is a lot better than it was when monsters Inc. And you know, those were, were made. And she said she kind of wished they would have kept the same animation style. Yeah. Instead so, of improving it just to, just to make it go along with cohesive. those. Yeah. 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 Because the, the story picks up almost immediately after the events of the movie. Right. And so if you were to watch the movie and then roll into this, the animation is completely different. Um, right. Uh, it's much more refined. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the animation that was used in the original movie. It looks yeah. great. And the funny thing is, is we watched it maybe a week before the show came out. So I had seen it recently. Um, and so I had that to compare to, and I agree with, with her that I wish they had kept that same animation style. Um, because honestly, I think it looks better. I mean, yeah, this is a better quality, I guess you could say, but the, the, they're so different that I, I, I prefer the way it looked before, right? The way it looks now looks too polished. There's not as much texture. I think that's a good word. Um, it's all too polished. It's all too refined. There's not enough texture to, um, anything really. It's very yeah. flat. Yeah. That, yeah. That's funny. You brought that up. Cause that, that's exactly what she said. Um, so, yeah. I haven't even seen the original movie. Oh my goodness. You you're, cannot be serious. That's a great I movie. Think, I think your anonymous source has a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. You haven't seen monsters Inc. I have not. I have not that's... seen that movie. I've ridden the ride at California Adventure. <laughs> we should have asked for his resume before we hired him. <laughs> hey, it's talking Disney, not talking Disney movies. Movie. Although Which, it's kind of that what it is. What are we doing right now? What have we been doing? Yeah, but I'm, last... watch, I'm watching them as we go, and I've seen almost all of these. <laughs> Look at oh, talking Disney movies. Let's get into uh Yeah, that's a good segue right tonight. there. There you go. Perfect segue right there. There you go. So oh, wow. uh we are we are going through the Disney featured feature film animation library, starting with Snow White and working our way through the whole uh, library of basically the Disney animated feature films. And we are up to number eighteen right now, um, with the Sword in the Stone. Um, I'll give you a little, uh, just a little tidbits on it real quick, and then we'll get our thoughts on it and. Uh, see what we think. So it premiered on December 12th, 1963 in London, England was released in the U S on December 25th, 1963. Uh, it's the, like I said, the 18th feature animated feature film produced and released by Walt Disney productions. It was directed by Wolfgang Reitherman, which was his first solo directorial effort. It was written by Bill Pete based on the book, the sword in the stone by TH white. Uh, produced by Walt Disney, distributed by Buena Vista Distribution, and has a running time of 79 minutes. Features the voices of Norman Alden as Sir Kay, Barbara Jo Allen as the scullery maid, Sebastian Cabot as Lord Ector, James McDonald as the voice of the wolf, Junius Mathis as Archimedes, Alan Napier as Sir Pelinor, Tudor Owen as the voice of a knight in the crowd, Thorough Ravenscroft, which I love that name, uh, as the voice of Sir Bart, Richard Ritherman, was one of the voices of Arthur, Robert Ritherman, another voice of Arthur, and Ricky Sorensen, 
another voice of Arthur, which I'll explain those in a second. <laughs> Carl Swenson was Merlin. Jenny Tyler was the little girl squirrel. And Martha Wentworth was Madame Mim and Grammy Squirrel. And the reason for those three is uh, the original Ricky Sorensen was the original voice of Arthur, right? Arthur. And I guess during the making of the movie, he started to go through puberty and his voice changed. Uh, so okay. they brought Good. in Robert Rutherman and Richard Rutherman, which I'm assuming yeah. is Wolfgang Rutherman's voices. So. Kind of like uh, Cody at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing? So that was the... <laughs> <laughs> that was the reason for the three. And I didn't listen carefully enough, but they say you can, if you listen to it, his voice, you can hear the different voices. Yeah. Um, I think they so. said that the most obvious one is when Merlin's coming back and he yells like Merlin, Merlin. And then he comes back from where was it? Bermuda or wherever he was from. But then he says something else in the same scene and you can, I was you, listening for that. And you can definitely tell that it was a big difference. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it received an Academy Award nomination for best score for ad adaptation or treatment in 1963. In 2008, it was one of the 50 films nominated for the American Film Institute's top 10 animated films list, but it was not selected. It was reissued in theaters in December of 1972 and March of 83. Uh, first released on uh, home video, which was VHS, Betamax, and Laserdisc at the time in 1986. It's been on various VHS releases various uh, DVDs and Blu-rays and it inspired the sword in the stone ceremony at Disney theme parks, which I don't know if they, do they still do that ceremony? I haven't, I, I haven't seen I it in a while. I don't think they do the ceremony right now. Okay. But basically they, they would, I think Merlin was part of it at one point. Uh, mm -hmm. People would come out and they would call kids up to try to pull the stone out or the sword out of the stone. And it would come out. Uh, it would raise like six to 10 inches and then they'd be, uh, I guess they be, they become king of fantasy land for the day. Um, recently, as well before Disneyland closed down, but some guy actually tried to pull it out and broke it. Um, the The article said he was he was a buff guy, but yeah, he tried to pull it out and it actually snapped and came out. So he's it's like, <laughs> hey, I pulled it out, guys. Uh, so it went down for refurbishment for a little bit so they could fix it. Um, That's funny. Yeah, and it was the first time uh, I believe I read first time Richard and Robert Sherman wrote songs for a Disney movie. Yeah, uh, they they wrote all the songs for the uh, for the soundtrack. Um, some of them included a most befuddling thing. That's what makes the world go round. Higgitus Figitus, and the Legend of the Sword in the Stone. So that is my quick synopsis of basically the history of it. Um, the movie basically set in England in the midst of the Dark Ages and without a proper king. Young Arthur, an orphan and squire in training, is content in the kitchen with his duties until he drops in on an extraordinary wizard named Merlin and his articulate owl, Archimedes. And it says, can Arthur become England's greatest king? And if you've watched the movie, you know what happens at the end. So which I think Spoiler. that... Spoiler the, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. I think the actual sword and stone doesn't come until like 71 minutes into the 79 minute movie. So, um, so my thoughts, I hadn't seen this movie in a long, long time. It was one of the ones I was looking forward to, uh, watching again. Um, I, 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 I enjoy the movie. I don't know. It's kind of like one of those, I think James or Cody said it at one time. Uh, 
I wanted to enjoy it more than I actually did this time. I don't know if it was different <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, when I right. watched it the first time. Um, you know, it does have ties to Disneyland, uh, you know, with the sword in the stone ceremony, you got King Arthur's carousel. Um, there's a, a sword in the stone float in the it, new parade. Yes. The, I don't even remember what they called that parade. It wasn't running very long before the park closed. No. Uh, and it's, let me see if it's in. Can't remember what that notes. was called now. Um, yeah, I don't, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyways, um, yeah, I meant not to say that I didn't like it, but it's going to be, once you hear my rankings, it's going to be a little lower than some of the, the, the ones we've, we've watched recently. I thought some of the animation was good. Uh, I liked the, how, uh, he got put into different situations as a fish, as a squirrel, you know, to mm -hmm. teach him those life lessons. And, um, it was the second movie used the, uh, to use the Xerox, uh, way of doing things after uh, one, 101 Dal Dalmatians. I believe they said it was the first time that they used one director, uh, Wolfgang Rutherman, rather than using a team. Um, so yeah, you, you'll, you'll, you'll hear my, my, my ratings here in a few minutes, but it, enjoyable <laughs> film to sit down and watch if it's, if I'm pulling a movie off the shelf and throwing it in the Blu-ray player, it's, it's not probably not going to be the first one that I pull off. Uh, but you know, if it comes on TV there, I may go search for something better. And if nothing else come back to it, but, uh, I like, I, I like the story. Um, but, uh, that's my, that's my thoughts so far. So either one of you, what do you go. think? Okay. So <clears throat> I like this movie uh, as a kid. I like this movie a lot. Um, as I watched it this time, I could see that I don't think it's aged as well, at least in my memory. Um, definitely a lot like Jason saying, it's not like I didn't like the movie. It's just that, um, I don't know. It's just one of those ones that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think my Speaking rating on what, it is too low. What James said about didn't hold up. I did read something that said a lot of people said it made a lot of references to things happening in the sixties or in the sixties that kids watching it today would not understand like really? the whole, when he comes back from his trip from the Bahamas, what that meant. The, the, I guess there was a commercial back in the day that had something like that. And they were playing off of that commercial. Gotcha. Uh, but now a kid watching it today wouldn't know that. So I have any idea. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so there you go. I remember this movie a lot. Um, they take a clip out of, or they used to take a clip out of, I want to say on the Disney channel when the Disney channel came out in the eighties, um, like every time Halloween was around, they always played the wizard's duel, like at different times. Like I can't remember exactly when on the Disney channel. I just remember they would have different shows where they would pull different spots out of different movies. And I remember that wizard's duel being pulled out a lot and seeing it like all the time. So I remember seeing that a lot. Um, and as a kid, I liked this movie. Uh, I like the idea of the movie. I think the characters are good. Obviously the King Arthur and Merlin, uh, references, I think, is a great story. Uh, obviously, a story that's been told a, a lot of different times. Um, but to me, the 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 cartoon just was a little. Uh, the The movie was just a little. I don't know. After this time I saw, it, it just seemed a little flat to me. <laughs> I was just kind of like, eh, this is eh, okay. <laughs> I do think that that wizard's duel, I think, is a great little snip out of the movie. Uh, the fact that they. 
Uh, you know, I think I read about it online too, where they say it's really the animation, how they were able to transform the two characters. What is it? Madame Mim and Merlin into different uh, animals, but still maintain their features and, and stuff like that. That, uh, you know, I think that that's very cool. Um, but yeah, I, the movie wasn't as good as I remembered it to be. So right. I enjoyed it, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, wow, I really wish I'd seen this a hundred more times or I want to see it a hundred times more. Right. So, right. Cody. Those are my thoughts. Um, I'm kind of right there with you guys. Really. Was this your first um, time seeing it, Cody? Well, I don't know because okay. I gen I genuinely think that this is the first time I've actually ever seen this movie. Okay. I don't remember ever watching this movie. Um, I know this is not a movie I owned or my household owned growing up. I don't know if grandma ever had this movie or not on VHS or, or anything back in the day, but there were several, uh, scenes or lines. Just, there was a lot that just seemed very familiar. Like when Madame Mim showed up, I was like, I've seen this character somewhere before but if i hadn't seen this movie i don't know where else i would have seen her. yeah where did i see it at <laughs> like her voice sounds very familiar it's like i don't know if maybe she got plucked and was used in maybe some sort of short or cartoon or something you know somewhere else down the line but she really seemed very familiar to me I think, um i think i well, read that she was in a couple different things like she was you, in something with the. Uh, uh, I can't even think of it now. But she well, was she was, a, she was a voice in 101 Dalmatians. She was the nanny. Uh, it says Nanny, Queenie, and Lucy. Um, so hmm. you might have you might have heard her in other things, maybe. Um, you, you know what she also sounds like? You remember that witch in that Halloween cartoon where Huey, Dewey, and Louie want to go trick or treating? Uh, but yes. then that witch shows up. I love that one. Which Hazel? Um, is that Hazel? Yeah, I think it's Hazel. Yeah. And she messes with Donald or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love that cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Um doo -doo. No, that's that's the Peter Pan. What was the what was the little song in that? Trick, trick, trick or treat. Trick, trick or treat on Halloween. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> I don't it, it doesn't it doesn't list that in her filmography on So it's uh, probably not her, but the voice was right similar. Um the last thing she has listed is The Sword in the Stone. So might have been her last last film. So I don't know. She just seemed very familiar even just that not even the voice, but this, just that yeah. character. It's like I have seen this character somewhere before. Right. She and died so, in 74, so she, she yeah, she I'm, I'm reading a thing that says Madame Mim appears as a villain in Disney's House of Villains, which in Disney's House of Villains, they show that cartoon. So maybe she's featured maybe, somewhere okay. in there Maybe, or yeah. Okay. There's, there's something else too. I'll keep looking for it while you're talking. Because I remember watching House of Villains yeah. growing up. I liked that quite a bit. I, I, I liked the House of Mouse. I thought that was a great show on, on Disney Channel back in the day, and I wish they'd put that on on Disney plus because that was basically just featuring all of the old Disney cartoons. Now it does say this thing I'm reading says Madam Mim was adopted into the duck universe where she teams with Magica Dispel, and the Beagle boys. Oh, D does it list who the voice was done by? 
No, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't even say exactly um, what platform it was. Because the next thing is, is she was in World of Illusion video games. So I don't mm-hmm. know. She's been a, she's been around a couple different things, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, and there were just some other sequences with Arthur and Merlin that seemed familiar to me, but I have no recollection of actually watching this movie, but maybe I have at some point um, because of how familiar some things seemed. Right. Um, anyways, so thought that was interesting. I think one of my biggest gripes with this movie is it's titled the wrong thing, which you can't, you guys kind of touched on this already. You don't even see the sword in the stone or even any mention of it really until the last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, and so to me, it was more like, oh, uh, uh, you know, Arthur's adventures with Merlin or something like, <laughs> and then, you know, cause I thought it would be the him acquiring this, you know, pulling the sword from the stone would be beginning to, to middle of the movie. And then you'd actually see him, you know, learning how to be King and Merlin helping him right along that part of his more of Merlin, journey. Merlin getting him ready. Which, and then you see the sword and the, the sword and then becomes King. So, which I, I, I would argue, did Merlin really do much for him in preparation to become King? No, <laughs> I don't think so. He helped him grow up a little, I think. Yeah. Yeah. As as I'm reading more about Madame Mim, it looks like the duck universe that she got into was from the comics. But it's mm. it says she was she was in the the uh, House of Mouse quite a bit. Mm. So Okay. So maybe I'm remembering her from House of Mouse, probably voiced yeah. by somebody different at that point. But right, yeah, right. I would imagine. It says okay. she's she's often paired up with her good friend Witch Hazel in the comics. Okay, so. see, that's and that's where I'm getting that link then from. Yeah, that's what it is. So, okay. thanks for that, James. That that helped me out. So that's probably why some of the stuff seems familiar. Is maybe from House of Mouse. Maybe I've seen because that that wizard duel thing seemed familiar too. So maybe that wizard duel scene is featured in one of the House of Mouse episodes somewhere. It very well could be because I know that that particular scene was shown in a lot of different places over the years. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why some of this seemed familiar because I've seen snippets of it, uh, mm-hmm. through other mediums. Right. Um, but yeah, I never really felt like Merlin was doing much for Arthur. If anything, he was getting Arthur into more trouble than he was previously doing on his own. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, um, I don't see how becoming a fish or a squirrel prepares you to be king, but you know, was, I'll never was, be king. So maybe there was life, understand. there was life lessons in there. Well, and granted there were morals in some of that, but yeah. right. as soon as he became king, he was trying to run away. So again, he was not all that prepared. <laughs> so, That's a big responsibility, <laughs> which he was ill prepared for. No, right. thanks to Merlin. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I thought about it. Like, I didn't dislike this film. I enjoyed watching it, but I was like, yeah, waiting for Merlin to mention, you know, oh, you've sure learned a lot from me being a fish. Go try and pull that sword out and see if you can be king. Like, I don't know. It yeah. um, Arthur's adventures with Merlin, not the sword in the stone. 
But right. well, with that, taste. why don't you just go right into your rate your rating, Cody? I don't want to go first. I went first last time. <laughs> I'll go first. All right, go okay. ahead, James. I gave it a seventy-six. Seventy-six. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. No, no preamble at all. Just seventy-six. 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 Well, then I'll go. I gave it a little lower. Uh, I it came in at a seventy for me. Oh, seventy. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, I should I should be writing this down. Hold and then on. we do have two ratings from uh, listeners slash family. Uh, Amber sent me a rating, and then uh, Marsha gave me a rating. Uh, so we'll cool. get we'll get Cody's, and then we'll go to theirs. Okay. So um, I'm coming in just a hair below Jason. Uh, I'm giving it a 69. 69. All right. So we got an average of for us 71.67. Yeah. And a difference of seven. So we were, yeah. we were fairly close. Uh, that's one of our closer. I think ours is our third closest uh, gap. Combined um, ranking. That's our 11th film out of 18. 11. Okay. So a little below the middle. So that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 So let me, uh, while I'm uh, thinking about it, let me pull up uh, Amber's. I want to say she is right around us too. Yep. Cause so she said, uh, she, this was actually sent last two weeks ago when she watched it. The kids and I watched Sword in the Stone. It's my first time ever watching it. It was cute. The kids enjoyed it. I give it a 74. Nice. Uh, so she's, she's right there. And then, uh, Marsha gave it a 75. So perfect. We're all we're, we're all, all right kind of in the uh, same spot. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, if you want to send us your ratings later, you can. It's. I mean, she said it's a cute movie. It's a good movie. I mean, I like yeah. the story. So it's not bad. It's got a good story. Yeah. It's just compared to some of the others, it's just not quite. Right. You know, not so quite we've started there. a stretch now that uh, that with a lot of movies that start with the word the. Because our next movie is going to be The Jungle Book, and then The Aristocrats, and then Robin Hood. It didn't say The Robin Hood. Uh, <laughs> then we got the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, The Rescuers, The Fox and the Hound, The Black Cauldron, and The Great Mouse Detective. Black Cauldron is another one that I am looking forward to because I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, there's going to be no mention of a cauldron until the last <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> now, that's one I have never seen. There's there's three in a row there. The Black Cauldron, The Great Mouse Detective, and Oliver and Oliver. Yeah, I have not seen any of those. All right. Good deal. So Good I'm deal. looking so, forward to getting to those. So next episode, we'll be talking about The Jungle Book. Um, again, uh, if you want to share your thoughts on it, uh, shoot us an email. Talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will add you into the show. So sweet. All right. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's the sword in the stone. Um, thanks guys for watching it. And we will now move on to our last two segments. Yes. Cody, you are up. <laughs> All right. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. And welcome to another episode of Cody's corner. Wow. Love it. All right. <laughs> Me too. So what you got for us this week, Cody? Um, I have a little backtracking to do. I was given some listener input to some previous Cody corners that I have. Oh, okay. Uh, that we've done the last couple episodes. 
Uh, these come in from my brother, Rush. So thank you, Rush, for sending these in to me. Um, he participated on, he gave us a tombstone. He told us which ride he would get rid of, uh, which then he then changed uh, to a different <laughs> ride. And then he... Um, Uh, said what ride if he could only go in and do one ride and eat one thing what those would be so he participated in three different cody's corners there awesome so here is his tombstone it reads here lies rush known for his freckles he had a huge crush on the mickey mouse pretzels had one too many accompanied with cheese and gave him chronic heart disease <laughs> that's good that's great that's, that's yeah. a thought into that one yeah yeah that was pretty good i like that one um and so so i'm going to read both his answers for what ride he would get rid of okay uh he originally told me that he would get rid of winnie the pooh so he said choice. he said he thinks it's pointless and that his wife amy makes him go on it every time um and he says that there's no line, and that's because nobody likes it. Yep, that's the reason. Um, but then he said that. <laughs> but then his wife uh, found out that he said that, and he had to change it. <laughs> yeah, and then he changed it, and he says, oh, wait, I'm just remembering. I changed Winnie the Pooh to Buzz Lightyear. What? Uh, yep. He says, I don't even remember the last time I've been on that ride, <laughs> which was what I answered for right. that episode i remember get rid of buzz Lightyear. so he must right. not be good at shooting that gun like you cody yeah <laughs> it's just hey i do buzz- really well in toy story so yeah. i don't think it's a matter of shooting guns mm-hmm. it's a different motion yeah <laughs> buzz Lightyear in magic kingdom and disney world they can get rid of that ride stinks but the one in disneyland they should keep All that right. well, there's great. not a big difference between there's the two. a Other- huge difference in the two <laughs> Huge. The only the only one that I'm aware of, which granted is probably is a major impact, but the only difference that I'm aware of is that the gun is stationary. The gun is stationary and you can't pull it out of the thing, so it's just stuck to the thing. So you yeah. can't you can't aim. You can't aim around. It's horrible in Disney World. It's, they can get rid of that ride all day long. But Disneyland is still a good solid ride. There you go. In all my right. opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> and then what was that? What was the last one he had? Um, he, uh, what if you could only go into Disneyland and do one ride mm. and eat one thing? What would it be? Yeah. Um, he said his ride would be Pirates of the Caribbean, and his food item would be a churro. Nice. All right. All right. Speaking of churro, did I send? Did I send you guys that text from South Dakota with that churro donut I had? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was you said it's pretty good, huh? That was so. I mean, it's that that churro donut was on the level of a Disneyland churro. First time I've ever had something <laughs> that was on the level. It was nice. It was amazing. So Even was it just a donut covered in cinnamon and sugar, or what was it? No, it, it was a, it was a, well, it was a donut with a cinnamon sugar, but then it also had like a mixture of honey and caramel on the plate Ooh. that you could dip it in. So it was almost like a fried ice cream donut minus kind the ice of, cream. But even even just a just a churro donut part without the sauce was comparable to disney just a re- regular disneyland churro so nice next time nice. i go back to custer south dakota i will be getting me another churro donut there you, go. you plan on going back soon uh hopefully i'd love to live okay. there someday but we'll see oh, 
all right, just Jason just keeps getting farther and further away. From <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Uh, so, all right. So what you got for us this week, Cody? All right. So this week in light of us going to Disneyland here in a few days and us. being me and my wife. Oh, you. Okay. I thought you meant like all of us. I was like, I ain't going. I'm, I'm, I'm out of this question. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, okay, in honor of me going and right. my wife, um, and it being essentially her first time because she mm-hmm. hasn't been since she was three. So there's a lot that's changed between when she was three and now. Right. Um, this week, the question for Cody's corner is what should our firsts be? First ride, first snack. What should they be? What do we need to do first with a first timer? Okay. So Thursday, you're going into Disneyland first, right? Yes. So I would say first ride, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Okay. Yep. Okay. Jason, what do you got for me? For a first timer to Disneyland... I would he's say gonna he, go, he's going to go nostalgia. You need to head into Fantasyland, take her on Peter Pan. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Peter no, Pan. Or on the new Snow White. Okay. So, All that right. Would be, that would be my for a for. Because when you, when you think of, to me, I, I mean, granted, Space Mountain is a very cool ride, great ride, Disneyland. But when you think of me, Disneyland, I think of for a first timer, you need to experience fantasy land. Okay. So. All right. Fair enough. No argument. All right. <laughs> okay. And what, what about, what about a snack? A snack. Snack. I would say first snack, you guys are going to be there at opening, right? So you'll be there at. Yep. What time we'll they open? Eight. Yep. Eight o'clock. I would say for me, first snack would be a Dole Whip. A Dole Whip. Yep. All right. I'm going with a snack that's good any time of the day. You're going with a churro. A churro. Yeah. <laughs> Dole Whip and a churro. There you go. Churro's a good choice too. Now you have two hands. You could have a Dole Whip in one and a churro in the other. There hey. you go. There we go. Those Dole Whips they have at the Tropical Hideaway now with the different flavors. Uh-huh. Those are good. Yeah. Is that the first time you've had one from there? Um, No, but it's. I think okay. it's the first time I've tried a, a mix of flavors because I haven't seen the – that's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you this question, and I hope you're going to give me the answer I don't think you're going to give me. Okay. Did you get a Pixar parfait from the adorable snowman? I did not. Not this time. Not I need to get time. one next time. He said time. that like the last six times he went. I know. I need to get one. I was set on getting one this time, too, and I just didn't get it. So are we, just so- in, are we just staying in Disneyland, or are we going to do your first day in DCA, too? Let's go to DCA. Well, wait a sec. We did. Oh no, you said churro. You said churro. You answered. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you said churro. churro. So just so ride. DCA. DCA first ride. <laughs> Guardians, know get it I out of the James way. <laughs> <laughs> get it out of the way for Cody. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, he's going to be anxious all day. So do Guardians first. I would say, I would say either Guardians or Soren. Soren's a good ride to start off with. It's right. There I'm by going the with Soren. Yeah, good. you can go yeah. in the entrance. You can go to the right and hit and hit Soren. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. As far as a snack there, I can't. 
I can't recommend the parfait because I haven't had it. So it sounds amazing. I don't know for sure. Um, what else do they have in there that's specific to there? They have that. Uh, I mean, and if you can get it on that side, if you can get it on both sides, but you didn't pick it for Disneyland, yeah. you can you can use it here too. That's Are you going to go with mine specific. first? Yeah, sure. go with yours first. Because I'm going with the corn dog as a snack. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting the corn dog. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Corn dog. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. Have you had the, have you had, what is it called? The Ronto's Roaster or something at Galaxy's um, Edge? We tried it when we went all, you know, the, the, the five of us or whatever, when we went, uh-huh. when Galaxy's Edge first opened, when Tyler okay. and I flew down, we right. tried it. We tried a Ronto wrap. Yeah. I tried their breakfast one. Their breakfast one was really good. Yeah. I've heard the people really like that breakfast one. Yeah. It's good. So anyways, side note. Okay. Screw all right. Squirrel. 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 All R- right. Ronto wrap and a blue milk. There you go. <laughs> now we're doing each individual land. What do you that, get? That, that was our honorable mention. <laughs> All right. So we got our next Cody's Corner. Is it going to be a random or do we need to plan for it? Yeah, it'll be a random. Random. Right. Okay. Good job. I, I like it. Good job. I wasn't I, I, I wasn't scared that time. So I don't know why you're scared at all. I've not given you anything to be scared. I was of. scared the first time, man. I don't know why. So, all right, let's move into our last segment. Uh, before right. we get out of here, uh, our random Disney A to Z entry. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. Uh, based off one of my favorite books, um, Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Mr. Dave Smith, the he was the chief archivist emeritus of the Walt Disney Archives, who has since passed away. Um, but his book is still my favorite. And what we do is we will spin the wheels, uh, select a page in the book, and then one of the co-hosts will select a number based off how many entries are on that page. And then I'll read the random entry. Uh, so let's spin the wheel. Looks like we landed on page 78. And on 78, there are one, two, three, four, only five entries. Um, so we don't have very many to select from. And who selected last time? Did we figure that out? I'm not sure. All right. I think I did, but I, I couldn't tell you really. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember who. I need to start marking these down. You take it, James. All right. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll mark down James did this week's. Yep. Sorry. Now, now we'll be able to keep track of it. Yeah, five. Right. Okay. Five to choose from. Five to I choose I choose from. number two. All right. Uh, let's see. We have the Big Thunder Barbecue. Oh. Which was, an out, place. which was an outdoor restaurant in Big Thunder Ranch at Disneyland. Opened December 14, 1986. I'm not sure the exact date it closed but it did close in preparation for the new land in Disneyland dedicated to Star Wars. I love that place. (laughs) They should have relocated it. They could have given it a different name. They, they could have just stuck all that food in another existing restaurant and not even changed the name of that restaurant. Yeah. But Oh, maybe I should have I should have finished reading the the thing because it says when it closed. So it was a unique eating place at the park with all seating outdoors and barbecue beef and chicken served from truck wagons. It changed its name and theme in 1996 to become the Festival of Foods and then reverted back to Big Thunder Barbecue in 1997. 
I think it changed to Festival of Foods because there was also a Festival of Fools, uh, like a show that was put on that was uh, like the a hunchback. Uh, yeah, uh, a Hunchback of uh, Notre Dame. Uh, 97 became the Big Thunder barbecue and remained open until January 20th of 2001. It then reopened in 2009 as the Big Thunder Ranch barbecue featuring the Celebration Roundup and barbecue. It closed January 10th, 2016 to make way for the new Star Wars themed land. So it's almost, well, it's been closed for over five years. So, so if it closed in January of 16, I think Tyler and I went with a friend of his in like October or something, September, October in 2015. Cause we went knowing it was going to be closing soon. Yeah. And I don't know if I had ever eaten at that restaurant previously. I don't know if that was a place that we frequented when the family right. would go when we were younger or not, but I didn't really recall ever going there. And man, it was like a taste of heaven. Like, was, and, and now I'm so sad that it's gone. It's like, man, I've been missing out on this all these years. Yeah. I mean, and just to have a place in Disneyland that was all you can eat. Yeah. And it was good food, like barbecue. Oh, it was great And food. the price was reasonable. It was yeah. really good food. Yep. The few times we went during Christmas, it was obviously Christmas themed and they had some yeah. reindeer. See, I remember doing yeah. that part because they had like a little place where you could just walk around without actually right. being going to the restaurant and but you didn't the, eat it because yeah. i you know in non-christmas times i think they had like billy goats and things back there they had other animals other times of the year and then they'd move in the reindeer for christmas but yeah. man that food was good it was good that's yeah. a good choice good job they they, uh, they needed to put that in like the river bell terrace restaurant absolutely because i have perfect. no desire to go to the river bell terrace but if they put barbecue in there oh yeah oh yeah. man That'd different story Yep. So some of the other choices, if you'd have picked uh, the number three would have been Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. That would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four would have been uh, Big Thunder Ranch would would have tied into Big Thunder Barbecue. Uh, and then Big Top Souvenirs, which I guess is to store in uh, Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. So mm. cool. Right, good, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. All right. Made so me stay hungry. Tuned for the, for the, yeah, I know. I some I've barbecue. been craving barbecue recently too. So. <laughs> So we'll get another Disney A to Z next time. Um, cool. And uh, so that's all I got, guys. Before I read uh, or before I list off our social media stuff, you guys got anything? Any last minute? No? Um, nope. I don't think so. Have fun, next, Cody. Next time we talk to Cody on here, he'll have had his first Disneyland experience since uh, In over two years. Yeah. He can he can now stop talking about that time he almost got to Disneyland and then they closed down. <laughs> uh, that's oh. funny. I was going to send a text out on Tuesday and say, "Hey, did you guys hear that the numbers went up? They're going to close down tomorrow." They're, they're, they're closing Disneyland. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what though. Um, I was really worried that COVID might ruin this trip too because um, I mentioned before we started recording that I've been sick for about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and last weekend, uh, last Sunday, um, I stopped being able to smell and taste things. And I was like, Oh no. Which is what happened to you when you got COVID last time. When I had COVID. Yeah. The last November. And I was like, Oh no. You know, and at this point it's, you know, 10 days before we're supposed to go to Disneyland. Right. And I was like, Oh no, this is not, not now, you know, and granted I'd be over 
my infectious state um, mm. before having to leave for Disneyland. But I didn't know how long this lack of taste and smell thing would last. I mean, I was, I was without it for about 10 days the first go around. Imagine going so, to Disneyland and you can't taste or smell. That would, that'd be horrible. Oh, that's what I was like. Oh, that first day there, I want a churro. I want this. And it's like, well, I can't even taste it. I, I can have, remember what the churro tastes like, but I can't taste it. I right have blue now. Bayou reservations. Our first, <coughs> excuse me. See, there it is. There's that cough. Um, <laughs> our first day it's like, oh, going in and I can't even, can't even taste my steak at blue Bayou. Yeah. Um, I can't smell the water at Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, Man, it'd be depressing going to Disneyland and not being able to smell or taste. Yeah. And so I was real worried because I had was without it for 10 days when I had COVID. And we were when I when I when I lost it, we were like 10 days away from leaving. And so I was like, okay, well, the the I think like the 11th day or something would be our first day at the park. So I was like real nervous. Like I hopefully that Disney magic kicks in and I walk in and be like, oh, I can smell. Yeah. Um, and so I lost it and I got real worried and I went and got tested and, and the doctor's like, man, you'd, you'd have to draw a pretty short stick after one having COVID and two being vaccinated and to get it again. Yeah. And granted if, you know, I wouldn't be the first person to get it after being vaccinated because right. that's, that's a, that's a thing. <clears throat> but the doctor said I'd have to be, pretty unlucky and so i got tested it came back negative not covid so the doctor said it's likely just chalked up to the congestion i was experiencing and right when you're sick food is kind of bland and you can't smell as well because you're all congested and i think i'm just kind of hyper aware of that symptom having actually have completely lost it with covid so luckily it's it's come back now i'm still kind of on the tail end of this cough and congestion but i can smell and i can taste so i got three two and a half days before i'm in california so mm-hmm. hopefully in the next two and a half days i can kind of curb off the rest of this and we'll be good to go yeah and you'll be good to go yeah. but i was real worried there for a minute that COVID was going to ruin <laughs> yeah. two disney trips for me <laughs> i was not going to be very happy and then if no. that happened i would never invite cody to go to disneyland with me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now you mentioned Blue Bayou. Just a reminder, you've been there enough times. You know to ask to sit by the water, right? To sit by the water. Yeah. Make sure and ask. So. And apparently okay. now you got to take in your own rolls. So yeah. maybe Don't sneak some in in your bread. pocket. <laughs> if they're yeah. serving bread, let me know because I'll be mad. What was yeah. the name of your waiter? I'd like to request to not have him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the name? I, I don't remember his name. I I remember looking <laughs> at it and thinking I need to remember his name, and I, I forgot. <laughs> I That's forgot. awesome. Were you guys I, sitting by the water? We were sitting by the water, yes. Oh, maybe I need a request to not sit by the water. No, you want to sit by the water. We want to sit by the water, and we want the waiter that'll just stare at us for 30 seconds after we order yeah. our drinks. Just after you order your drinks, if he sticks around and he's a tall guy, a big guy, yeah. you just go, oh, shoot. <laughs> he's going to come up and think, I don't want dessert. <laughs> no, sir, I'd like my creme brulee, please. That's why I came here. All right. Well, let's uh, get the social media out of the way. Like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. You can email us at TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know thoughts, comments, uh, if you want to uh, answer Cody's corners, Cody's corner questions. If you want to share your ratings of uh, movies, past movies, movies we're going to watch, movies in the future. Uh, we would love to, to get them and share them. 
Uh, and our website is www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will be loaded first before it makes its way out to the various um, apps that you can listen to the show on. So uh, that's all I got for tonight. Uh, it was good to get back to recording after three and a half weeks. Hopefully next time's only about two weeks. Yep. Um, and that is, uh, that's all I got. Uh, one last time, James, Cody, you good? We're good. We're good. All right. We will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Adios. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight. To all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Ready? Are we ready? Is everybody yes. ready? Ready, Freddy. <coughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. All right. <laughs> was that you or Cody? It was me, and then he mocked me and did one intentionally. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Disney. Oh, no, no. I uh, botched it. That's right. Botched it. I totally, I went blank in the middle. Okay. That was Take two. <laughs> <laughs>